Hello and welcome to the Nashville Daily Podcast. I'm Stuart Deming. And I'm Aaron Pennington. Metro Nashville Police are applying for a $3 million grant that may hold some controversy in what they hope to achieve. Northeast of Nashville, the city of Madison has a massive tax incentive approved for a major downtown project. Speaking of major projects, Bellmead may not have the worst Kroger in town any longer after this major development announcement. We'll talk about all of this and more on Nashville Daily. You know what's interesting is that many of you have probably eyed the Bellmean neighborhood, but have said no because they have the worst Kroger in town. I don't know. That's so hard. Uh, comment from, below. From, comment from, a, from an aesthetic standpoint, yes. From a, a from size a, standpoint, yes. yes. Uh, the 21st is pretty small. Uh, from a safety standpoint, <laughs> it's one of the safest Krogers in town. Mm, no, I, no, I doubt really. that. I've, really. had, I've had experiences <laughs> there to the contrary. Uh, uh, it's a, it's a tie between the Bellmead Kroger, the Germantown Kroger, that's and the a, Charlotte Pike Kroger. All three of those need to go. Yeah, but the, <laughs> the Germantown Kroger has been called the Murder Kroger. The, the, oh, oh, almost all of the Krogers in Nashville are murder Krogers <laughs> yeah, at this point. At some point. Uh, but if, if with that being gone, and we'll give more details about that here in the uh, upcoming. It's not, it's not officially gone. Portions. This is just a announcement for the planning. Department. It is in my so, head. So it, yeah, it it's, it's, it's going to be gone. It is in my head. But Especially we'll talk if about those that luxury departments that are uh, in condos being built over in Bellmead. Yeah. So uh, if you're like, okay. Maybe now I feel like I can I can head over to that area because they're definitely going to probably replace it with uh, with something else. There's the public's like five steps away from there. But if you are wanting to go there or just want to move to somewhere new in Nashville, you can contact Brad Reynolds, a real estate agent here in Nashville. And you can contact him by phone, 615-856-3270. He's got a YouTube channel about a lot of great things, developments happening in Nashville, the real estate market happening in Nashville. And you can also reach him at thinkbrad.com. You can go there and check out everything that he has to offer. So if you are in need of buying or selling some property here in Nashville, Brad's your guy, 615-856-3270. So I found this article really interesting, and I was uh, scrolling through all the news outlets, and I'm like, the Metro Nashville, the police department, are applying for a grant? And so... Yeah, I, I felt uh, the same way. I, so I, I, I kind of feel what you're feeling. Like, why do we have to apply for... Do we, you know, we have so little funding that we have to apply for grants. I'm actually, I'm sure it happens all the time. Yeah. It's probably just not talked about that, that's, as, that's as, probably as true much, too. but I understand exactly what you're feeling. My, my thought was, well, we put some money towards Planned Parenthood and now $70,000, I yeah, believe from the that, police that department budget, literally taken away from the police department, which can budget. hire a new police officer or two or two, uh, depending on how much they pay them here. <laughs> uh, but I just, I, I found that interesting that the Metro Nashville police department is applying for a $3 million grant uh, to combat violent crime in Nashville. This is coming from WKRN. Yeah, I mean, you would think that combating violent crime would be a part of their normal budget. Um, but, you know, things have gotten so bad in Nashville that I'll, I'll take all the help that we can get. Well, 
almost all the help we can get. There's one thing in here that, you know, a lot of people may have some qualms over depending on its legality. So uh, let's talk about some of the good and bad things that may come from this $3 million grant. Um, uh, the police department says that they're applying for this $3 million grant. Uh, S Jeff Syracuse is a sponsor of a resolution that went before Metro council on Tuesday. This allows the police department to apply for this $3 million grant. We've had, uh, we've had just Jeff Syracuse on the show at least three times. Yes. Jeff, so. one of our favorite council members in the city of Nashville, uh, this $3 million grant would pay for a range of ways to reduce violent crime. Uh, one of them, according to WKRN.com, is through a new program called PAL, P-A-L, in which Metro National Police Department attempt to reach out to juveniles between the age of 10 and 19 in an effort to deter them from committing crimes or being the target of one. I, I actually... I like that. The goal yeah. is to engage youth through competitive and recreational sports with the goal of creating positive experiences. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Um, the, the amount of uh, teenagers below the age of 18 committing uh, serious crimes in Nashville it is very high. It's too, uh, what's the, the meme is too damn high. Uh, another method listed in the grant uses a portion of the money to pay for new equipment for a community safety center. Cool. Don't know exactly sure. what's. <laughs> what entails with that. Um, then they say with the goal of using cameras throughout the County to provide real time data to officers on the way to a scene. That one's pretty controversial. This is interesting because there is obviously a lot of controversy uh, with the cameras LPRs. that are going to be installed um, on the um, stoplights, uh, usually with the goal of scanning the license plate use. A lot of the controversy there is that it doesn't get used for things beyond that use. Um, and this just kind of plain out says we're going to have cameras throughout the county to watch uh, everything that's going on. And there's really that's that's exactly what we're using it for. Um, and so I, I really don't know what the legalities are of cameras, if they can see into private property, if they can only see into public uh, spaces. So I'm I'm actually interested in the legalities of something like that. Um, but this is very interesting. I, I guess that that part already went through Metro council. I guess Metro council approved the use of these cameras then if they knew that the grant was going to this money. So, um, uh, Syracuse That's probably because of the beta test for LPRs. Maybe, maybe, uh, so Syracuse said, uh, that kind of helps, uh, that helps to kind of codify the existing technology that we have in our ability to be able to react more quickly to violent crime when it happens, analyze it, and take the proper action. This program really helps uh, pull together existing technology that we already have, uh, expand a little bit, but if we can identify, analyze, and take action quickly, I think it is technology well spent. Now, if it's cameras like, hey, we need 37 cameras to be all up and down lower broad, that so we can sense. see it. that that that's, makes a lot you know, of sense. Public spaces like that, I can yes. understand as long as it's not looking into businesses, yep. then, you know, that makes sense. If it's like we're going to place this camera on a light pole that looks into this residential area, whether it be uh, Section 8 housing or anything like that, I'm, I'm doubtful that many people are going to approve of that. Uh, so the uh, WKRN. They say, I haven't even read this part yet, the, uh, those in opposition to video surveillance worry this new funding can overstep boundaries. Uh, Lisa uh, Luis Mata with the Tennessee Immigrant and Refugee Rights Coalition says, our communities have seen and known that these excessive surveillance practices undermine the rights uh, of all of us uh, and our black and brown communities are historically linked to surveillance and over-policing. 
We do not want a police state in our neighborhood. Um, Mata has long since been opposed to police using cameras placed in communities and was one of many people who stood against Metro Council using license plate readers. You know, these two are heavily linked. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, really, a lot of these just depend on where and how these are going to be used. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it for that, that yeah. article. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, the grant also went into detail about struggles with Metro National Police Department, specifically with facing a shortage of sworn personnel. Which makes sense. Yes. That's uh, Nashville's facing that. Tennessee State Troopers yeah, facing every, that. Everybody's every facing that. Every yeah. department is facing that. Uh, so this is really intriguing. So this is a development called Madison Station. We've talked about this on the podcast probably at least six times over the last year or so. I was about to say, it's, I feel like it's been a while. It, it has been a while. Because I, would say, this has I been, would say the last time we've talked about this was maybe June of 2022. Maybe. As this is, it's been out for so long. Yeah. So that it's been a, it's been a minute. Let's go ahead and show some renderings real quick of what this is going to be look like. So this is going to be built in Madison. Uh, it's going to be a lot of residential, a lot of retail space. We'll get into the specifics of what this development's going to be. But what's really interesting is the way that the tax incentive incentive for the infrastructure is being laid out, and the Tennessean breaks it all down. So we'll, we'll give you some of that information here. Yeah. So before we we go to the tax incentive, uh, this is going to be a thirty. Two acre development. Let's, so, show, let's show this rendering real quick. Eric. Oh, this is cool. This is a great rendering. Uh, so, 32 acre development in Madison. All of these buildings that you see right here, this is that 32 acre development. This is going on that former site of that hospital, if I remember correctly. Correct? Oh, okay. Up in Madison. We, we've talked, to, it's been so long since we've talked about this. Um, yeah, so 32 acre. Uh, it's going to have 1,694 <laughs> units of housing. Multi-family residential units. My gosh. It's going to have office and retail space. Let, let's break down some parks. of the development, and then we'll talk about the tax incentive real quick. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay. Um, there's, a, a, there's a potential to, for the incorporation of a neighborhood transit center near Emmett Avenue. Correct. serving the highly traveled WeGo uh, bus rapid transit route 56. So this is, and, and I was going to bring that up because it's called station. Yep. Um, so you would think that transportation is going to be hopefully part of the plan for this. All right. So 80, over 87,000 square feet of ground floor commercial space. Wow. That's fantastic. <laughs> 236,000 square feet of office space. 1.3 million square feet of multifamily residential, 1,694 units, 3,855 3, structured and surface parking spaces. Oh, so they're bringing some park in there. Well, yeah. It's not enough for all the businesses and commercial spaces. Uh, roughly 15 acres of parks, open space, paths, and streets. There you go. Um, so the, the Madison Station Project will receive, according to the Tennessean, one of the largest incentives of this kind in Nashville's history. Uh, so plans to, for this mixed-use development in Madison uh, advanced Tuesday after Nashville's council approved at least $37 million wow. 
in tax incentives to help pay for this project's infrastructure. This, wow. Something like this is normally reserved for if something like Oracle is coming to town or... Yeah, or some bigger uh, development. Yeah, yeah, usually we see this a lot with uh, more jobs, not necessarily housing developments as much. Uh, large it, it amounts makes, like this. It, it makes, makes sense. That's a lot of. So, that's, there's so many housing units in this. There are, and you know, it, and those it, restaurants are just going to be able to accommodate the people that live in this community. Well, and I think the transportation aspect yeah. is a selling point in there. Uh, even though Madison probably knows, like, hey, it's on the city to get that up and going. Yep. But we can just help kind of make a lane available for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then re- still receive massive benefits from that without it being on Madison station to get the transportation portion going. Yep. They just have to make the space for it. Um, so uh, uh, that is very interesting. It, not often do we get to hear about the stuff that Metro council does for cities outside of Nashville. Yeah. We, uh, we so this pay, is pretty, yeah, we don't pay attention to other Metro this, councils. <laughs> I mean, not, it just doesn't come up as much. Yeah. Um, so this is the uh, this is just uh, crazy for thirty seven million dollars. The site's developers, Texas based uh, Artesia, Artesia, something like that, real estate and the national based Cobble Group. So we've had Tyler, the founder of that company yep. on our podcast once or twice. Uh, they will privately fund infrastructure, construction, demolition and site preparation, according to the economic impact pl- impact plan. Approved unanimously by the council Tuesday. Wow. Metro will repay those costs plus interest over time using a portion of the site's incremental property tax revenue. Interesting. So it's kind of like a uh, Nissan Stadium model. So or a Titans th- model. So this, without the bonds, there's no yeah, nothing yeah. that says there's bonds in here. Yeah. Uh, this kind of incentive, it will, yeah, so, so the Titan Stadium is using bonds. This is is the initial construction and, and prep is paid for up front, okay, and up the front. city's paying them back over time. Just like Oracle. Yeah. yeah, so the this kind of incentive is known as a tax increment financing. This allows developers to use a portion of the project's expected future tax revenue to pay off infrastructure cost loans. That's cool. The Madison Station incentive stands to be one of the largest of its kind in Nashville's roughly 45-year history of using this tool. Uh, the loans are going to be $37 million, but l- likely will approach for infrastructure a cost of $69 million. This is interesting. The total estimate private construction cost rings in at $631 million. Oh, wow. Uh, well, it's a massive space. Like, yeah. 32 acres, 1.7 <laughs> million square feet. It's a massive development. I think we'll have, uh, we're going to try getting Tyler on the show do you here th- soon to talk do about Do you more think that. that with a name like, um, like Station at the end of this, Madison Station, do you think the end goal of them is to have light rail from that part of town into Nashville? Yes. I agree. Um, I agree. I, I, I think Madison is going to be a transportation hub like Donaldson. And I know Donaldson's still building out the infrastructure of what that looks like. And we've talked about this on the podcast for a couple years now with the plan of Donaldson being one of the hubs of transportation throughout uh, the city of Nashville, especially with the light rail coming from the airport into downtown, 
I think Madison can have a light rail going into downtown. And they could I, be I just kind that. of earmarking themselves to say, hey, when it comes, we're here. Put it, put it here. And put we are. <laughs> hey, guess what? We already have that spot available for you. Yeah, Elon it's, it's right here. <laughs> yeah. Hyperloop. Actually, uh, Hyperloop will be really hard to do in this market because yeah. of the limestone. So yeah, unfortunately, uh, we'll just be honest about that. We'll let's, just do it above ground. Yeah. Let's talk. About, it'll be interesting. Just this giant <laughs> yeah. tube. Going yeah. Downtown. Uh, let's talk about where we have eaten locally. And I've had a burger from Cletus mm. and Cletus has become one of our staple restaurants that we go to pretty often. And my favorite burger is still uh, the Skippy Thai A. It's so delicious. It's a peanut butter Thai burger with bacon. You just can't beat that combination. And the peanut butter on it. Oh, it's so good, especially with the like the blend of the beef. It's amazing. Yes. Uh, what I love about the kind of the smash burger concept, I feel like the burgers come out hotter, um, and it, the candied jalapenos on there are incredible. Um, and uh, also, their fries are fantastic. So if you've not been to Cletus uh, and you've not attempted to try every burger on their menu, we still haven't gotten there yet. I'm, I'm, I'm close. I'm getting there. <laughs> I keep going back for the Skippy Taille so much well, I've, I've uh, been because it's it. so good. Those candied jalapenos uh, are something that I'm going to have to try and learn to do at home. They're incredible. I've been getting it on a bed of lettuce. Yeah. And honestly, like I prefer the bed of lettuce over the bun. Really? Yes. Because I've had it both in the last like week or two. Yeah. One with the bun, one with a bed of lettuce. <laughs> I'm like, wow, I actually prefer this over a bed of lettuce. Nice. So, but that's just personal preference. We need to talk about our other sponsor for today, and that's Bless a Day Coffee. If you're looking to get some caffeine, because I actually really need caffeine right now. I have not had my morning coffee. Oh, no. What, what happened? I woke up at like 525 and I'm like, I don't want to make coffee. <laughs> that's, that's basically what happened. And, uh, but I, I am needing some blessed day coffee right now. So we have two roasts in partnership with them. One is the Tennessee sunrise blonde roast. And the other one is the Nash borough espresso roast. And you can use the code explore 20 XPLR 20 to take 20% of your order off your order today at blessedaycoffee.com. And there's also free delivery in the Nashville area, which is a super unique thing. Yes. So if you are looking to make sure that you have all of your coffee needs, maybe you set a goal to go to the gym every morning before work, uh, but you need just that little extra kick of caffeine before you do, um, then head to blessedaycoffee.com. Use that 20% off discount code XPLR20 at checkout. Get some of that amazing blonde roast. So check out their other amazing roast over at blessedaycoffee.com. So the other day, Greg, the Google guy called me and he said, hey, man, did you see these announcements about this uh, Kroger over in Bellmead and the Bellmead plot, like shopping plaza over there uh, that's going to be turned into towers? I'm like, no, Greg, tell me more. So we actually have Greg on site right now, and he's looking at the Kroger over in Bellmead. Oh, very nice. Uh, so there's the Kroger right there. And then there's a parking lot. And then this is like the rest of this shopping plaza here. So there's a Starbucks over there. There's Nukes. Uh, altogether, there's probably what you'd say, maybe 25, 30 businesses in that little shopping plaza. Well, so there's in the shopping plaza portion, yes, probably close to 30. But that upstairs, the upstairs the, uh, which probably has another 20 to 30 just right. uh, business office spaces yeah, inside so of there. You go or you go through this little entrance right here. There's a Starbucks and then there's offices up there. So there's probably close to 100 businesses, maybe total in, in this, this area. Yeah. yeah. And so there's and, and, and a lot of them have actually like this. This is from what we've seen. 
has been kind of a low turnover area. A lot of these businesses have been have, there for years. Yeah, they, they have, have been there for a long time. A long time. Like, uh, there's one story of one place being in there for at least 15 years yeah. or, or longer. So this is a place where business has been for a longevity. I, I can't remember how long that Kroger's been there. It's probably been there for 15 years or so. At, at least. Uh, at least. Uh, but... The announcement that came out this this hit all of the right places. It was it was featured on <laughs> WKRN, WSMV, News Channel Five. Whoever did this press release for this, they did a great re- great job because yeah, it was uh, on probably every AJ outlet. Capital because that's that's who's uh, yeah, yeah. in charge of all that, this. That's, that's exactly who's <laughs> in charge of all this. Uh, but basically, the, they have uh, filed plans with Metro for a 10.3 acre of development at 4500 Harding Pike, where the corridor meets the uh, or intersects. With with White Bridge Pike. So we have a few little things that we're going to show real quick. These are the, this is the master plan uh, of the area. And then we're going to show the towers. Uh, but this 10 acres could be developed into this thing. It's going to be developed into this thing. Let's be honest. Anything, yes, 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 yes. Anything AJ Capital Group wants, they get. <laughs> well, yeah. And it's, it's, it's not necessarily about that. It's one of those things where, that space, you know that that space is just really kind of needing the development, not yes. because it's worn down or anything, but because Nashville's moving so fast that a development like what was there or what is there now and about to be uh, rebuilt is, you know, almost too old for what fits the growing needs of Nashville. Um, and so this is what we're seeing here. We'll show a few other renderings here in a second but what you're seeing here is kind of a top-down uh, view and description of what is going to be in this area um, the small little buildings in the bottom right hand corner uh, are where the current parking lots are yep the Kroger uh, starts at the very right of the blue building there to the left and then the two buildings I, I'm curious to see if they will uh, actually knock down what is there which is most likely to start over and redevelop those buildings. Well, let's go back into that uh, that rendering real quick, Aaron. I want to highlight this. So they're going to be, it looks like they're going to be doing a greenway path on the back side. I wonder if it's going to connect with the Nashville greenway that's on the other side of the bridge. I would assume so because in this it says uh, are, they're going to be integrated with Richland Creek. Okay. And, so. and they're, they're also going to, I feel like they're actually going to do a little bit more uh, to re- kind of restore those areas. So I, I heavily think that is going to connect with the Greenway. I don't know officially if it's going to be part of the Greenway, but I think it's going to very much connect with it. Well, let's show this real quick. So this is the, the bridge for a White Bridge Pike. So this is the shopping plaza that we're talking about. The Richland uh, Creek, so it connects right here. So this is the end of the Greenway in this area. Yes. So all they basically have to do is connect it underneath the bridge somehow. Yes. So I think it's going to be definitely a, some form of connection. What really excites me is all of that amount of retail that's going to be in these parking spaces. Yeah. And then what's really fascinating is I don't know if Google Maps has updated this yet. Okay, they have not. This this grass <laughs> lot right here, we talked about this about three or four weeks ago. Yeah. There's this luxury uh, community home. Kind of thing, retirement like community retire- home. Yeah. That's, yeah. Going, that's being built right here. And it is fantastic. So everything is changing in this area. So it's just a matter of time before this changes, especially looks at this roof. Yeah. Wow. That, w- that roof <laughs> needs some work, guys. Yeah. Yeah. So um, a few details about this, and then we'll show some other renderings that kind of 
bring this to life a little bit. Um, AJ Capital's proposed this this site. Uh, the national based firm does not currently own the 10.53 acres, uh, which holds the grocery store and the Bellmean Plaza strip mall. Um, yet, uh, 61% of the land that they're saying would be dedicated to open space like dog parks, uh, walkways, I and wonder, green space. I wonder if that's because of the risk of flooding, like right here. It, <laughs> probably. We'll show, we'll, we'll show what we're seeing. Uh, structures proposed in the documents include three residential buildings, a parking garage, and uh, we're in five parking garage and shopping center with five separate buildings and more than 47,000 800 square feet of retail space. I wonder. That's good. Uh, That's great. I wonder how they were, uh, uh, what it was before. Here's some renderings from the business journal of the kind of back view. You can see Richland Creek there in the front of this development and West End right there, uh, right on the the top of the screen. Yeah, so you have all those walkways right here. This uh, curved building that has that little, like, kind of c-shaped curve uh that's going to be a residential tower this tower right here in the middle is another residential tower with a pool on top that's wow. nice and then what they were saying from the first rendering is the third tower that's right off of white bridge pike especially if there's like a little sidewalk entrance to that bridge uh this is going to be a mixed use of residential and hotel with potentially a rooftop bar, which would be fantastic over in Bellamy. I'm interested <laughs> yeah, it by really this. Would be. I'm interested by this retail. I'm trying to zoom in a little bit. It kind of looks like a, like a barn dominium type retail. Yeah, uh, that was in interesting. That yeah. Um, uh, so overall, I think this is going to be a fantastic mixed use development. We have two more renderings to show uh, before we close out today's episode. Uh, but this rendering is, is actually like a drawing, and this is fantastic. So you're seeing more of a brick building instead of like a barn dominium building here for the it retail It gives more portion. of that farmer's market type of feel to it. Well, that and it gives you more of that type of feel that's supposed to be in Bellmead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, this is going to be the hotel slash uh, residential building. And then I have one more rendering to show. Uh, and it's basically the same type of drawing, but from a different angle. So you get to see everything that's happening here. So this rendering is actually my favorite rendering. So you get to see what the buildings look like with the big rolling hills behind yeah, it. Yeah, those views and, in the background. Oh, yeah. The rooftop pools and everything would be amazing there. And then you get to a more of a sense of what the retail is going to yeah, look like. Yeah, can you well. zoom into that kind of retail area on nope, this one? That's that's as, that's, that's, that's as, as much as, as it gives us. In. Where's the park? Do you see the parking garage? Well, you remember in here. Do you remember uh, they got rid of parking requirements? Well, no, well they later. said they no, said I they're having. I think it's going to be over here in this little building back uh, here. Let's see. Sh plans show walking past an overlook integrated with Butch Richland Creek, which is in part covered by existing uh, parking structures. Uh, so they said they said they're putting parking in here. Okay. Um, but I it's can't probably going to be under the buildings. In all honesty. Yeah. yeah. So or that, under the retail stuff. I, I'm not exactly sure. They're not highlighting that <laughs> but remember the, the the city of nashville got rid of parking requirements for developers it did. So, so you know who knows where people fun. are going to park they'll probably have it in under the hotel and the residential areas or they're only going to have 10 parking spots and you have to battle for your <laughs> life you gotta fight your way through this you, you park near the creek and you walk over uh, just so that it, could just be it bring your boat Bring your kayak. Yeah, yeah. You bring your boat and you park go. your. There should have. They should have kayak loading docks right there. You park your gondola there. Yes. Over from the Cumberland River. That would be awesome.
Thank you for listening to Nashville Daily. To learn more about today's episode, visit NashvilleDailyPodcast.com. And to stay connected, head to our Discord and you can find the link at NashvilleDailyPodcast.com slash connect. Nashville Daily is now offering tours. If you'd like to take a tour of downtown Nashville, head to the link in the show notes or find out more details at NashvilleDailyPodcast.com. Nashville Daily Podcast is an Explore.Nash production, copyright 2022.